I think for the, you know, all the ups and downs in marriage and all the different things that you go through and you face, that you started out having the most fun and the greatest conversations and you really, really enjoyed one another's company and kind of remembering going back to that place. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And before we get into things, we just want to say we are sorry <laughs> that we missed last week. Yes. It, it just, I, I'm not sure if, if any of our listeners experience this, but sometimes life just gets busy or, yes, it, and the schedule gets full and you just, I don't know, we just got away in us. We couldn't get everything done. Yeah. It, I, <laughs> I once heard these two ladies talking about like how busy they were and the one used the picture of you know when when a dog sticks its head out the window and you're going down the highway and their ears are like <laughs> flapping in the wind yeah, tongue and hanging out the side <laughs> that's kind of how it felt like oh man we yeah, we are going something had to give and unfortunately <laughs> we are sorry it, it it ended up being being the podcast but we're back yeah we missed you all we missed you all we are back and we are actually really excited well we're always excited to talk to our listeners listeners on Marriage Talk. I'm always excited yeah. to sit and talk with you. Me too. But today, we also have the privilege of talking with Matt and Josie Jaggers. They are regional directors for British Columbia uh, with Family Life Canada. Uh, we love them and we always just find it's always just a blessing when we get to connect with the two of them. It is. And we were encouraged by what they had to share about mm -hmm. their marriage journey and the lessons that they've learned along the way, and we think that you will be too. That's right. And so let's head on over to our conversation with Matt and Josie. Well, hello, Matt and Josie. We're excited to jump into a conversation with you and introduce you to our listeners. We know you from, as being co-workers with Family Life, but our our listeners, as always, I think when it comes to interviews, are like, who's that new voice on the on Marriage Talk? So tell us a little bit about yourselves. How did you meet? How long you've been married? Anything that, that would help draw our listeners in that you want to share? First of all, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, it's yeah, this is yeah, it's great to be on the podcast marriage talk here. And and uh, we Josie and I we met back in what 1997. And we it was in a small little town, Grand Forks, BC. We met at an A and W. Of all places, you know, can you believe it? You can meet your future spouse at a fast food restaurant. And <laughs> part of the story was uh, I was there with uh, some friends and we're just sitting at a table and just having some conversation and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, then Josie walked in with some of her girlfriends there. And, and so they uh, right away, my eyes were drawn to to Josie. And so I'm just kind of watching and and uh, she goes up to the, the counter to get their food. And then they came and sat uh, pretty much kitty corner or across from our table where I was at. And and uh, throughout the, the time there, we started engaging in conversation, like the two tables together. And I, I won't I, I told it a terrible joke. You know, I, you know, I'm trying to get some laughter going and I won't repeat the joke because I do not want to offend anybody. So I'll never say the joke again. Uh, but uh, it, it, it did offend Josie. <laughs> and uh i thought that was it i had ruined my chances uh you know to keep pursuing her but thankfully she had grace on me and and we uh she actually i think you pursued me yeah, yeah. well small town yeah. right and uh we 
my girlfriends and I noticed the cute guy mm-hmm. sitting at the table that we had never seen before. <laughs> Found out he was a believer and I was like, okay, um, he's mine. So that's how <laughs> we started. <laughs> so the terrible yeah. joke yeah. didn't scare you away too badly. No, no. He was very apologetic. Yes. Yeah, sure was. I, I know some little magic tricks. And so it, I think it was the magic tricks that uh, kind of won the rest of the evening there. So mm-hmm. I think sh- showed off some of the tricks. Nice. So we got married in 2000. Yeah, 23 years now. Yeah, so, so we married for 23 yeah, years. In September 2000. Yes. Yeah. So good. So awesome. Good. Congratulations. Yeah. That's no small yeah. thing. No, not at all. <laughs> we met in 97. Did we? Yeah, that's right. What do you mean did? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But you're supposed to confirm now. Now I'm second oh, guessing. To think about it, because yeah, that's it's 97. So yeah, there we Summer go. Summer I'll never forget. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but uh, quick question about so A is where you first locked eyes. Do you ever reminisce like every time you drive by an A and W, or do you still like go on dates to like is A and W still? Have you bought shares in A and W and then started like? Oh, we never did. <laughs> but but we sometimes you go back to that A and W because uh, our our parents still live there and so we go back and visit and the uh, we'll take our boys we have three boys and so we'll take them to that A and W and we'll point out pretty much every time we're there like hey guys that's where that's where mom and I met right there in that corner and uh, yeah so and then I've coached them as well never to tell jokes that will offend people especially <laughs> you your spouse so. Uh, <laughs> So good. So that's awesome. One of the questions that we love to ask all of our list or our listeners, well, we would ask our listeners yeah. too, if we had the opportunity, but when we interview people is if you could go back to your younger self, so you're 23 years married, if you could go back to a younger Matt and Josie, just starting out on your marriage journey, what would you say to to yourself? Yeah, that's a great question. And thinking, yeah, going back to young Matt, I, I, I would, and this is, I, I would probably focus on saying, Matt, deal with the heart issues earlier in life. And, and what I mean by that is like dealing with some of the anger issues that you might be navigating through or dealing with, and then also insecurity, you know, just navigate through those issues. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, so that's more on the serious side, uh, but more on the more lighthearted side, you know, Matt, you know, start taking care of your hair. Okay. You know, take care <laughs> and so get some good hair products so that it all doesn't fall out later in life. So there you go. <laughs> that's fair. No, it's I'm, funny. I'm... Our listeners can't see Matt. You're, you're a very yeah. handsome man, but oh, you yeah. are lacking in the hair department. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Yeah. So mm. maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe if you treated it with oil or whatever, <laughs> you can. <laughs> you know, they say if you put an egg in it, doesn't that strengthen your hair? If you crack an egg or something, I don't do That's it. I, I'm not sure that. if you're being curious or if you're trying to like prank Matt right now. Yeah. Maybe if you put an egg in it, maybe it just looks like it on top right now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm certain. That's what it is. Like, I'm I'm sure if okay. you put it, wash an egg, crack an egg, and then wash it in your hair, it actually makes your hair stronger. There you go. Well, somebody someone, will have to try it. Can Let someone, know. Josie, like, have you heard this? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. It's supposedly supposed to make it shiny or something like that. Yeah. See? Well, if I could go back and tell young Matt that, I would go and tell him that then. Yeah. Start okay. using egg. Yeah. <laughs> Josie, what about yourself? What would you go back and tell yourself? 
I would go back and tell myself to never forget that we were friends first. Mm, I think for the, you know, all the ups and downs in marriage and all the different things that you go through and you face that you started out having the most fun and the greatest conversations and you really, really enjoyed one another's company Mm -hmm. and kind of remembering going back to that place. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of that too is just like t- taking times to laugh together, right? Yeah, don't make sure you have moments to just laugh together as a, yeah. as a couple. That's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, great advice too. <laughs> I think that's great advice, not even just for to go back and tell our younger selves, but it maybe even like fast forward and tell our future selves these things as well, right? To deal with our heart issues, to remember to be friends and never forget that that we're friends I think uh, is great advice for all of us, even moving forward into the, into the years to come. So thank you for sharing a little piece about what you would go back and, and share with yourselves. Now we want to talk to you today. You're speakers with family life at our weekend getaway conferences. And, you know, one of the approaches that we take as speakers uh, within family life is we really kind of share our failures, right? Like <laughs> we really open up and be like, this is where we have stumbled, but you know, in our stumbling, here's what we've learned through our stumbling. And here's what we've learned through our failures and, and how we've been able to walk that road from our mess ups to to being successful and working on those things. Now, I am sure there, though, there are some successful stories in your marriage as well. And if people want to hear now, may, we may, you may be able to share some of those mess ups and and we'd love to hear some of those on on the podcast as well and you don't have to share them all people can go to a family life weekend getaway where matt and josie are speaking and uh, make sure you go up and say hi to them and, and they'll share more of their life story there but can you share with us some key things that helped you to be successful in marriage yeah, because I think one of the areas that we really wrestled with was just managing conflict. Boy, we just, we would get an F on uh, <laughs> managing conflict when we we're, uh, especially in our younger years of, of marriagehood. I don't think we realized just how dramatically different we were. Yeah. You know, we were young, we were coming in with, um, we're so in love, right? That was, that was my, you know, my going into marriage was we're so in love and, that's going to carry us through everything. We're never going to have conflict. We're never going to uh, feel bad. Right. And that was a big shock. Right, when... yeah. And so, yeah, so I would say one of the successes is just learning how to manage conflict. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think one of the greatest insights we've had for conflict was just the whole analogy of like, when you keep the issue in between you, right? Well, that's not helpful because then you start attacking one another. And so just, it was just such a, a mental image for us where just putting the issue in front of you and then that way you're closer together and then be being able to navigate and deal with the issue in front of you instead uh, was so helpful that was a huge game changer for us we actually did that when we first learned this it was a few years quite a few years ago we were like okay let's practice see if it actually works and so we'd sit on the couch and we put a pillow like one of the throw pillows on the table in front of us and that became the conflict and like Matt said, it was a game changer. It mm-hmm. changed the way we dealt with conflict. And it, and it, I would say 
um, saved yeah. a lot of conflict. And, and an, an example would be like with finances, right? Because mm-hmm. like just have like we just were not on the same page with navigating through finances. And Josie was spending money, and I felt like, what? Why are you spending the money on that? And like and that's not important. And you know, and then but she'd get frustrated with me spending money on certain things. And and so we we actually went through a financial course. Is that that's how we dealt with this? And we, we would say just navigating through that, uh, that type of conflict is just, it helps to be on the same page, right? And so yeah. taking this financial course helped us to get on the same page. And so then we f- discovered mm-hmm. the secrets of budgeting, which we had no clue about before. And <laughs> boy, did that make a difference? And so just that began to minimize our mm-hmm. conflict around finances. And so that, uh, yeah, so we... Yeah. That would I would say that was something that we look back at like oh wow you know we're so thankful that we were able to just net learn and discover how to manage conflict in a healthier way. I love the tangible thing. What made you think like let's put something tangible in there so we're like physically seeing it and able to navigate that? Yeah, where did that? come from because i've heard i mean we teach about the coming alongside shoulder to shoulder approaching the problem uh, as a team and not against each other but i've never thought of actually putting something physically <laughs> there to to be an, an eye reminder that symbol yeah a symbol yeah so yeah bring us into that yeah i, I don't know how it all started it, i think it re- well for me i'm kind of i'm a very much a visual um learner and so it helped me stay focused on it because I find like in conflict, you're, you always, t- you know, and I, I shouldn't say always all of us, I tend to always then focus on that being the source of the issue. Mm-hmm. And so that prevented me from then focusing on him, looking at him. Okay. Well, it's your fault or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're being too whatever. Right. And so the pillow helped me focus on that. That is the conflict. Matt's not the 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 reason. We need to deal with this together. Yeah. And I, like we don't do that anymore where we have a physical object, but it just helped when we first started doing it. And just so I think it's just the idea like let's just okay, this is the issue. And so just we actually would have something there just to keep our minds focused on that as the yeah. issue. So because if nothing was there, it just kind of was easy to turn back to each yeah. other and not let the issue become in between us again. So yeah. Right. So, so good. I have two questions regarding the pillow. And yes, I did use air quotes for <laughs> the pillow. So did was it a certain pillow and one of you went and grabbed like, okay, here's the conflict pillow and, or was it just any pillow? So that's my first question. Was it a very specific pillow? And if one was carrying it around the house, you knew a conversation was coming. That's my first question. Uh, no, it was just whatever we grabbed. Okay, here's the conflict. Let's focus on that. So okay. yeah. What no pillow was harmed in this situation. Well, the, I don't saying. know. I don't wait till I ask my second question because that's my second question was, did it then lead to, because, you know, sometimes when we solve the conflict, we can remember we're friends again and there can be some laughter and some lightness. So did it ever lead to like a gentle little pillow fight after? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm sure there's a listener out there wondering, <laughs> did it, <laughs> did it lead to this? It didn't lead to a pillow fight, but you know, oftentimes so after conflict, it leads to another pillow in another room. Ah. And so, yeah, <laughs> so you could say it led to another pillow. 
Okay. Okay. There you go. Healthy conflict resolution 101. <laughs> have the right pillow. Have the right pillow. <laughs> Anyways, I am sure someone was dying to know. I and if not, I was dying to know. You, you know, I just thought it would be something to uh instill. And <laughs> anyways. So so there was the pillow that that's helped you and uh, realize I love Josie what you're talking about how it really took your eyes off of Matt being the source of the issue. And I'm sure Matt, it did the same. It took your eyes off of Josie being the source of the issue and, and really focusing on the issue. What else has really helped you process some of those failings that every marriage goes through, but what's helped you to process these things in a successful way? Yeah. Just thinking through that piece, uh, I would say navigating through some of the, the inner stuff, for me, has, that has been helpful. And so uh, there's a retreat that I'm, that our, our church, uh, the church that we were attending or that we were part of, they, they would host a retreat called the Set Free Retreat. And so we would do it uh, once or twice a year. And so I actually, I went through it three different times. I think Josie went through, went through it, it twice. twice. And I needed it more than her, obviously. And, <laughs> and it's just the opportunity, uh, which this kind of sounds scary, uh, but it would be the opportunity just to be put into a, a group of, three and so i'd be with two other guys and it basically just confessing our failings uh that that's one of part of the the retreat is just confession and, and i would tell you i mean i can tell you that it just you felt so clean afterwards and you just felt like you're processing through these failings and so that was really helpful for me and then there's, then there's another part which uh just looking at some of the the inner pain that uh we've dealt with maybe from growing up and back from our family of origin or maybe from experiences as a child that we have to navigate through and and so just taking some time to wrestle through that and pray and, and then just surrender that to god and so that would that was really helpful for me just processing these failings and uh these moments in my life where like okay i i, I want to come to a place of emotional health and and so that was mm-hmm. the way that i i've done that and then well, I'll let you share. And then I- There's been a couple books as well mm-hmm. that's really helped us. Soul yeah. Care being one. Yeah. Both have read through that. When I was younger, kind of dealing with a lot of it, The Bondage Breaker, it's like an old school book, just becoming healthy. And I remember yeah. going through that and that really helped me. We think about like going back, like looking back now at our marriage and realizing that a lot of our conflict and a lot of the things that we had gone through were underlining mm-hmm. issues that we were dealing with from our past. And so the journey to become healthy individually has made, I think, the biggest impact in our marriage. Yeah. And so, yeah, and really it's, it it doesn't just happen by accident where you just get healthy. (laughs) It's intentional. But yeah, it has to be intentional. And so just taking those steps to do that. And, and there is, it it really feels like there's a risk when you're doing that because you're being vulnerable, but there's so much reward on the other side. Thanks so much for sharing. And I mean, I can just totally agree. And and with what you're sharing, how when we get healthy individually, our marriage gets healthy, right? Or, or at least can begin to take steps towards those things. And so often that can be such a holdback because we don't necessarily know how to process some of our upbringing, process some of those things that we're bringing into marriage. And yet, 
that can be so many things that we're tripping up over is actually not even what's happening in the marriage, but what's happened before. And we're bringing those things and we don't even understand what that's doing. And if we can get to a place where we can process those things and process whether it's fear that's holding us back or shame that's holding us back or whatever it is. Wow. When we get healthy individually, we can really take steps forward Mm -hmm. to begin to take get healthy in our marriage. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we're not even aware, Mm. Uh, at least I know for myself, it's not like I could say, oh, I've got this, this baggage from my past that I have to deal with. It was more so, okay, I pursuing health and in that pursuit of health, these things came out that needed to be dealt with. And then it's, it was this realization of, oh, that's why I react the way I do or think the way I do or, or whatever the case. And it's like, okay, I need to deal with that because that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, when, like, like you're saying, when, when we dealt with those things for mm-hmm. us, then we were able to interact in a healthy way, have healthy conflict, deal with our issues. And marriage was so much better. (laughs) It's so much better when, when we dealt with that and just, it's like, he got a clean slate. Like, Mm. like you were saying, I I, I think it was Matt or Josie. I can't remember who said it, but you just feel clean. Mm. Yeah. Especially when you're navigating through confession. I've always loved, uh, I think it's less than Leslie Parrott that say the comics that marriage, uh, healthy marriage is as healthy as the least healthy person within the marriage. Right. And so something along that lines. So actually, we were working through a book, a fairly new book by them called Healthy Me, Healthy Us. And so, yeah, I think there's such a there can be such a great impact on the marriage when we are intentional to become healthy individually. So good. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. And all of us in marriage go through some hard times. I, I think I hate to say that's a guarantee. I don't like putting guarantee, but I'm sure, you know, we've all walked it just there's different degrees of what everyone walks through, right? But as we're trying to learn to live together, as we're trying to build oneness in our marriage, there's going to be some bumps along the way. Could you bring us into that a little bit? Maybe what some of those bumps or what's been some of those hard things that you've had to walk through in your marriage? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, boy, we're thinking about this because I think, Sheldon, when you're talking about people wanting to hear from our feelings and all that, we we do find people, they, they want to hear more about our failures than successes, right? And so probably because then they can, re- they relate to some of the failings as well. But I, I think just thinking about that, what's been the hardest part of the marriage journey. So for me, it's actually just discovering what's inside of me, because I, it, the idea of marriage is like, like a mirror, right? And so so getting married, living out this married life, it's exposing who I am. And so that has been, and, and I, so I think some of the bumps along our, in our marriage journey has been some of the issues of anger for me, because I, there, I, there's just be little things that would just trigger me and, and, and then just, boy, I, and it did not do well for our marriage. And so I, I would respond in anger and, and then that would, Again, when we're talking back to our conflict piece there, just navigating through that. And so it would just escalate within conflict. And, and then, I mean, there would be hurtful words that were said. And, and so, yeah, so that was definitely something that was difficult for me to navigate through. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah, for sharing. That, and, and you talked about how you've gone to these different camps to uh, help process that. But Josie, I was just wondering, and this, this may be a little personal question too. And and sometimes I ask personal questions and, and, and so if you don't want to answer it, it's okay. Uh, you don't have the answer, but 
I'm just wondering if there's a listener out there who may be in that same situation and their spouse has anger and their spouse has said some hurtful words and they're trying to process that through. Could you bring us into your processing as Matt's has shared, like there was anger and and that's how he would handle conflict. And he said some things, what's that done for you? And then how have you processed those things in your life to be able to move to a place where the two of you can be healthy? I think the way I reacted to it wasn't healthy either. So then that escalated whatever conflict we were having, even the silliest things, right? And so I would just get angry back. Like, you know, my back would go up and I was like, I don't appreciate that. And and so then that would escalate it or I just shut down, right? Or And I'd refuse to engage. And so navigating through that and learning to have a, a proper conversation about that, like mm-hmm. share my feelings. Like I feel like the way that you're treating me is wrong. Like, can we talk about that? like in a calm way, but that has taken years <laughs> to get to that point, right? Um, of navigating and becoming um, healthy and navigating my own emotional insecurities and dealing with that. So, you know, we're both, we were both very young and immature and with a lot of hurt and pain from our past. And so we were walking into marriage and then navigating all through that, you know? So I would say, both of us had anger issues that we had to deal with. We just responded differently in that. I mean, thankfully, we're more mature now. So <laughs> I mean, after 23 years, we're hoping that we handle, well, we have, yeah. again, we are managing that in a more healthy way. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. So Josie, what about yourself? Going back to the original question that we had asked would be, yeah, what's been and, and maybe it is the same thing. I'm not sure, but maybe you have a different side of the hardest part that of your journey in, in, in the marriage? Yeah, I would say it is similar. Marriage being a mirror, right? It exposes everything about you and things that you wish you didn't want. You wish you were there, right? Or you wish you didn't have to see. And it, it, it exposed my insecurities for sure. Like I didn't realize that I was that insecure before I got married. I, I thought I was super confident and secure. And then I got married and I was like, Oh, I have a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And so journeying through that and kind of walking through that myself. And so, yeah, similar to Matt marriage being like a mirror. And so that is definitely been a huge um, difficulty in our marriage. Then we go back to the conflict piece. Conflict has been one of our major struggles, right? Dealing with our differences and the way we manage our emotions and the way we think through things. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. sense. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I love the image that you guys are talking about with, with marriage being a mirror. And just how it it's you see yourself in a very different way because marriage is just such an intimate relationship. Like you see each other in your best times, in your worst times, in the successes and in the failures and all these things and how that it just it it exposes us and the potential for growth is huge, but the potential for hurt is also huge. And so just that, that awareness that 
that we do that that it matters how we handle these things and how we treat each other. That's mm. speaking to my heart from what you guys are sharing today. And so thank you. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful picture that you're painting in terms of like it's a tangible picture, yeah. right? Like we can visually see, like wait a second. I I can picture that of what's happening and and the mirror thing. And so thank you for that. Now that's the hard part. Hey, there's also been blessings, I'm sure, and some joys along the way and some some happy times. And so let's 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 shift gears a little bit and and what have been some blessings along your marriage journey for the two of you? Like well, what what I think about with blessings is just first of all, just knowing that there's someone who's committed to to be with me on this journey of life. And so that really has been a blessing that that uh, yeah, because I would say I, I really struggled with loneliness, uh, especially before I got married. And so it was, and so just just the, the, it, it is a real blessing to have a partner to just uh, enjoy life together with. And but I think I mean, there's traveling together, um, and and now working together. I mean, there's well, <laughs> working together. There's blessings and, and there's challenges too. But <laughs> it has truly really been a blessing. Uh, there's when we get to do be involved at different opportunities, different events, and then we're driving back home together. We often will say, I can't believe we get to do this together. And and that really has been a blessing just to enjoy these experiences together. I think about, you know, the last 23 years and thinking, I get to be married to my best friend. Mm-hmm. And so that has been a huge joy to me thinking about that. So many blessings. I mean, I could go on and on about the blessings that our life has had, you know, thinking about our family and our kids. And I mean, it's been tremendous and even getting through things. I mean, wow, what a journey that's been. But I feel so blessed that we are on the other side of so much, so much of that and that we've stuck to it. And I think that 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 is a huge testimony to people praying for us and, you know, encouraging us and. And having the having God's help as well on our journey. That I think that's the reason why we're still here. Yeah. Because of the Lord. <laughs> I mean, some of the blessings too, like because there are some things that we really enjoy doing together. So for example, like with we, we actually we do uh, we lead worship together at different some sometimes when we connect at a church we'll 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 lead worship for the, the morning service and stuff like that. And, and it's a real blessing, like just that we get to do this together. And then uh, I mean, I love shared activity. And so there's some, we're, we've taken up pickleball. And uh, that's thanks to one of our co-workers, uh, Ren, who's on our BC team. But we've taken up pickleball. And, and so we, we'll just go together. And sometimes we'll go with another couple and we just have some fun together. And so just shared activity as well. Boy, that's been a real blessing to us. Have you guys tried pickleball before? We have well. It's- well, at staff conference last yeah. summer when yeah. we were yeah. in BC, we got to try it then. And yeah. one of our coworkers, his son, actually broke his arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say playing pickleball. No, he was no, running away. He they- was running away from a friend and jumped over a net, and that's yeah. how he broke his arm. Yeah. But that's the kind of pickleball I want to play. No, I mean not the part where I get hurt, but the chasing people. I feel like we could make this a contact game somehow. Yeah, yeah. it was room. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is really. But fun. and so that's been yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, just that shared activity piece is I, I love that. So it's been a real blessing to do it together. Matt also loves to disc golf, and he loves yeah. it when I just wander around behind him, yeah. cheering yeah. him on. So <laughs> another shared activity yeah. that Matt loves. That's so good. I have tried. We've I've tried asking Valerie to kind of get into disc golf. It hasn't really gone well. Once or twice. 
yeah twice but yeah it's not really your thing i didn't know though i should try and ask her if she would just walk behind me and maybe maybe get a nice coffee and yeah yeah. well i would too so this win-win see and we don't wouldn't really be able to play pickleball against each other because that would be too close to tennis and we view it very differently i play to win valerie just plays to hit the ball back and forth see how many times we can get over the net makes no sense to me but on pickleball, you're a team together, so you could just challenge another couple. So, right, that is true. Oh, but, then, that, but yeah, yeah, I see what you Valerie's mean. lack of competitiveness would create some tension <laughs> after the game. I would have to talk like, no, no, we're here to win. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, anyways. I'd say we're here to have fun. <laughs> yeah, winning is. But no, anyways, you know what? We are going way off topic <laughs> here. Uh, all from pickleball. Too much fun. And, and and I'm so glad to hear that there's been blessings. And I love how you talked about being married to your best friend and how God has been the answer there and really the glue in our life and in your marriage. It's been such a testimony in our life. And we're so thankful for, for his forgiveness, for his love, for his character, for the lessons that we learned through the trials. And, and it sounds like you're on that same page too. And, and so it's great to hear that now. As we begin to wrap up, we always kind of end, begin to bring the podcast to a close here with this question as well. But is there anything else, you know, from your marriage story or any of our conversation that we've talked about today? Is there anything if you're like, oh, I really by the end of it, right? If we when we stop recording and you're like, oh, I really wish I would have said this or this is the tack that's sitting on my chair and I really wanted an opportunity to share that we want to hand that over. So is there any any thoughts that you'd love to share with our listeners as we begin to wrap up our conversation here today? Well, just thinking about that, like um, coming back to the successful piece, like how, you know, how do you be successful in marriage uh, along that lines? Just, uh, just thinking about the, uh, the action of forgiveness. I, I think, because of course in, in marriage, right, we have failings, we have hurts, things that have, have happened. So I think just, yeah, just really want to just emphasize that just, it's so important to forgive well. And, and to, yeah, just to extend forgiveness when we are hurt. And, but also, I mean, that part of that too, is that we also ask for forgiveness too. And so that was a huge thing for us was just actually discovering apology languages and just, and then with that granting and seeking forgiveness has been mm-hmm. a huge piece for us too. So just, uh, yeah, our, we, we just love to see couples and we, uh, we've led couples through opportunities of just asking for forgiveness and then extending forgiveness and it is powerful Mm -hmm. so that's yeah i think that would be one of the important things for us to keep in mind and to use good hair products right (laughs) to bring it put to bring it right back to the main focus yeah Uh, well, Josie, you obviously use really good hair products because you've got a beautiful <laughs> head of hair. And so any final words from you? About, about hair? Or... hair uh, no. Yes. I, I'm, again, I would reiterate what Matt says uh, for your listeners to find out their apology languages and to be um, people who forgive well. Mm-hmm. And that that has been very impactful for Matt and I. We just actually learned our apology languages quite recent recently. And we look back and we're like, boy, this would have been helpful if we knew this a long time ago. <laughs> and so for your listeners to to get that book, Five Apology Languages, and and go through that. We we just think that would be really helpful for for all of us to do. 
Yeah, it's true. We also recently learned about it. And we did a show on it. Did uh, we do a podcast? We did a whole show on Oh, I was on... about to say, we should do a podcast on it. We did do a podcast <laughs> on it. Yeah. Maybe I had to be... listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, maybe. We did a whole podcast on the five apology languages. Okay, well, it's so helpful. Yep. It just, yeah, it's so much more than... I'm sorry, right? It just so well, much more. I don't well, know what to it, say. It, it actually that. helps to to close that reconciliation loop yeah. because you're able to then actually apologize to the way that seeks what your spouse is looking for. For some, it is just the I'm sorry. For others, it's uh, there. There's more, more to it. I'm sorry. Would you please forgive me? I'm never going to do that again, right? There, there's so many of these different steps along the way. And for us, I mean, in our own life, we weren't really taught that we were taught to say i'm sorry and then that was mm-hmm. kind of but the words i'm sorry encompasses will you forgive me i'll never do it again like it's just everything versus i think there's great power in asking the question will you forgive me and then there's just such a freedom when our spouse says yes i will forgive you mm-hmm. and for us it's such a reminder of what christ has done for us when we ask, will you forgive me? And he says, as far as the East is from the West, so far have I removed your transgressions from you. And, and so learning the five languages of apology, it it has been a really helpful, uh, insightful and led to greater oneness in our marriage. And that's what we're hearing from, from you as well is just the difference of learning these languages, learning the love languages, learning the languages of, of apology and how that has all done. So thank you so much for that. And this has been a lot of fun. We've enjoyed talking with you. Now we're also going to bring you back. Uh, We're going to have you on again next week. You have taken over a project with Family Life called Couples Conversation. We're not going to explain what that is on this podcast. Everyone's that's going to be like our cliffhanger for a week. (laughs) Hey, like, oh, what is that? Anyways, uh, you'll find out next week. Tune in next week. It'll be a lot of fun. But you, both you, Matt and Josie, you've just done a new couples conversation for December as we uh, lean into that. And we'll talk about that next week. And so, but we really want to say thank you so much uh, for joining us here this week. And it's been a lot of fun to hear your story and, uh, and to walk through that together. So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us. We really enjoyed the time here. And as always, we have some questions for our listeners to really process what they've been listening here today. And those questions that we have are, what can you do today to get more healthy individually? What does forgiving well look like to you? And the last question here for us to process is, what reflection do I see in the marriage mirror? We want to say thanks for listening, and we will talk with you next week. Bye.